When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. Tuesday morning, maybe not where you're listening. Maybe it's not Tuesday morning. Maybe you're listening in Vegas. It's still Monday. But good morning if you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. And for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Patton Hills will be along from 6 AM Queensland time. Or if you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network, good morning to you. Or listening belatedly, of course, on the podcast. Anything you miss on the program. Yesterday's interview with Ricky Ponting. Plenty of people downloaded that you can get us on your your favorite podcast uh platform we can compare storms today greg alexander as i welcome you this morning um good morning uh, andrew you did say you did say you are sick of uh, sick of summer the hot weather then you've got to be sick of the storms i mean what Mm. what's doing on the storm front yeah one ripped through last night i woke up would have been one one o'clock this morning, the, the rain was that hard on the windows. And I, I know we had storms yesterday. I was in town yesterday and uh, so sort of got... I was actually in Bondi yesterday, Vossi, and uh, Bondi got drenched. Bondi got drenched through the... Uh, through just after lunchtime yesterday. Storms, uh, lightning. Um, so... Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit over. I, I don't mind a bit of rain, but I don't mind. Oh, no, I don't mind a bit of rain, but the yeah. uh, I, I do know that um, my Fox League colleagues are filming for the fan yesterday. They're at Cronulla. I'm actually off to the St. George Illawarra Dragons today, Brandy. But uh, yesterday at Cronulla, and wherever they parked their car opposite the ground, when they returned mm. to the cars, the water was up to the door. The flash really? flooding. Yes, yes. So um, I hope Lara okay, can wear so- her best shoes. And the, the sudden storm did, uh, it impacted Taylor Swift too, apparently. Well, the if storm. you read the Sydney Morning Herald, that is an amazing piece of uh, journalism there. The <laughs> Sydney Morning Herald lead story manages to get a Taylor Swift reference. A sudden storm has swept through the East Coast as Taylor Swift's jet prepared to land in Sydney. She a got a bit delayed hairy, a bit. Though, mind you. Mm. Well, yes, yes. Going on how... Uh, how it was yesterday afternoon, but last night it was uh, last night was uh, was pretty big, certainly mm. in my neck of the woods. I don't know how you went in the Highlands, but uh, you were in the Highlands last night. I saw a photo. You posted it. Obviously, mm. you you're at a gin bar. So mm. I've 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 had a couple of little you know stories, non-alcoholic alcoholic stories, mm. uh, new drinks, spicy yep. margaritas. Non-alcoholic spirits, which I still we, we didn't have any yep. like I, I I can't get my head around non-alcoholic spirits. I don't know why they're made, but anyway, okay. still um, this is our Monday segment. The alcohol. How was the gin anyway. bar? Well, you, the you gin were, bar was good. You the were bar, back on the gin and, gin and tonics. Bear at a hotel in uh, Barrel's got a little gin bar, but it was also to eat the meal. It was at the actual dinner table that they brought the gin from the gin bar. So it was just uh, repaying a favour. Um, yeah. Our friends had hosted us previously, and, and then it was our turn to pay. So, okay. it, it, seriously, with the football season, um, uh, asked them and said, oh, so when are you available next? And I said, oh, well, 
November? Oh, oh yeah, November. <laughs> and I said, better do it this week. Better do it this week or uh, then it gets a little bit hectic. So that was very pleasant. I must say, I'm going to throw a question at you. And mm, you right now on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, play um, a PR man, if you will, or PR woman, mm. if you will. When the Joseph Swalihi uh, story was floating about, and we were talking about it every day and it would come up on text lines, the rugby union people, and Eddie may have been driving this, um, said, you know, the publicity this is worth. I've even forgotten the chairman's name now. What was the chairman? Hamish. Hamish, that's it. Hamish said, well, what about the publicity we're getting? It's oh. worth millions of dollars. Like, because yeah. people are talking about Swalihi, this is, this is, you know, publicity mm. you can't buy. Rugby's in the news. Okay. So on that scale, the, let's say that was worth millions, so yeah. you know, three, four million. How much publicity is Vegas worth to the NRL? Like, how many articles have been written on Vegas? Weekend papers, exposés, every day, mm-hmm. social media, um, people pull you up on the street. The Vegas I th- I think... venture, has there been anything more spoken about than the Vegas venture in the history of rugby league? For an event. There might not have been. There, but I, don't know whether, I don't know whether a grand final gets as much right up. Well, I think has. it does, but yes. But, but you're right. And the good barometer is uh, when you're walking the streets, Fossey. How many, how many times have you been asked you're going to Vegas? Like, Everywhere. Over the summer. Everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Everywhere. So that's a good barometer. So uh, the Joseph Swali'i um, <clears throat> impact on rugby, yep. So let's say 10 million. Well, you'd have to say 100 million. Yeah, well, Joseph Swalihi's story is now spare change, isn't it? It's it's spare yeah. change. Um, so, you know, I, I can only think it's going to be resounding success. My my, I must say, if you've if you've got any hesitation or you know doubts, the, the mm. one thing is the field is the field size. Now, Brandy, you are the football analyst. Have you really had a good think about the narrowing of the field, six meters in width lost? Yeah, what impact that's going to have on the quality of play it's a that defender. we see? Well, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's more than a. It's more than one defender. So, um, and not teams don't always spread from sideline to sideline, do they? Like defensive no. lines don't go from sideline to sideline. Uh, but I heard Jason Demetrio talking on it yesterday when South flew out, and he said we didn't think it'd be much of a a difference until we marked out a field to the width of what we're playing yeah, right. on. And then we realised that it will have an impact. That's what he said. So, right. and, and I've been saying it right from the right from mm. the get-go. A narrower field uh, will be tough for the sides. It'll it'll make it more dip, much more difficult. So it'll the just... product the product <laughs> is impacted. So well, do you say maybe. to the referees? Mm. Do yeah, you well, say to the referees in the full knowledge? So with the teams with the full knowledge, keep them back thirteen metres. Keep them back. You know, make it for a big this one off. Yeah, a big 10. Yeah, 12, 13. Or do you not tell them that you're going to do that? Just do it. I, yeah. I, then yeah, then I if you're told, I suppose if you're told in advance, it's probably going to be a lot of dummy half running. Mm. So we'll do, but how best do you show the product? That Everything else I think is falling into place yeah. for, for a fantastic event. Can't believe because it. Because yeah, they, they did say that Allegiant Stadium is narrower than a lot of other NFL stadiums. So sometimes when you see... You know, you're watching an NFL game and you go, well, there's plenty of room on the sideline there. Like, mm. you, There's plenty of room. There's plenty of people on sidelines, both sidelines. They can stretch it out. Um, 
Yeah, 63 metres. If, if in fact, it gets to 63 metres wide, um, will be a, a bit of an issue. All right. Have you say on Vegas if you've got a few little doubts? Um, you know, your, your, your ledger column, your positives and negatives. If you're starting to get focused on it, um, what's your thoughts? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, And you can get on the text line as well. Yeah, but then it is the same for both sides. So, uh, now, Des Hasler, you, you, this is a, a perfect example of you don't know what you've got until it's gone. And Desi, we missed Desi last year. And I, did. I, I didn't realise how much until I heard this little bit of audio from uh, Brisbane Channel 9 before the weekend's games. Uh, more than likely. And on that note, we're finished. Thank you very much. Cheers. 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 Good on you. Finished? Yeah, no, we're finished. I'm done. All right. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Press conference. Yeah, he le- he just no. left them hanging. No, Des, we, we've only just started. Yep, I've had enough. He's, That's it. Yeah, he's had enough. Yeah, fair See enough. Des. Des, Good yeah, stuff. Getting back shots. Des, the fingers through the hair, the mane. Yep. It's incredible hair. That uh, got. Okay. Uh, yesterday we spoke about uh, well, the now famous equestrian um, Shane Rose, the Olympian, mm. three-time Olympian. Uh, which we didn't know until yesterday, until no, we started no, talking about him, the man Put, put King. the sport, put him on the map. Yep. Uh, well, you know, if, if rugby are going to get their, their pound of flesh out of Joseph Swali, equestrian, go to, go to town. Shane Rose, you, you're everywhere. People know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's been cleared. Right. It's all good. It's all finished. Imagine that inquiry. Imagine yeah. that. Like, seriously. So we, so we had someone, one person, I, I would suggest, complain. So they said they were going to hold an inquiry, and uh, it's over. It's finished. But uh, I'd out the person who complained. I'd out them. Well, that's right. They should. I'd uh, should out them. That's okay. If we've, we've got some Shane. You're we have got some Shane Rose. We're going to hear we, from him. Let's do it. Let's put this whole story to bed. Here we go. I didn't hear anyone uh, say anything negative, but um, unfortunately somebody took offence. A lot of the, my friends are there, and they're all laughing. Oh, my God. If I've overstepped the mark, I'm sorry for that. that uh, I didn't mean to offend anyone. What's that? I don't even know what that means. If I overstepped the mark, it was fancy dress, and he wore a mankini on the back of a horse. It's funny. Um, but uh, but a question, Australia. Have a good look at yourself. Go in the room of mirrors today and have a look at yourself at how you deal with one complaint. Like, seriously, mm. it should have just been... Thank you for your complaint. We'll take that on board. Um, goodbye. Go away. <laughs> it should, have, it should so, have never made the paper. It should, well, no. It, nothing. Nothing. It just should have just been wiped. Bang. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Mm. Hope you enjoyed his, the day. His photo should have popped up in Woman's Day or New Idea and said, look, you know, this, this, was, this was really in bad taste. Um, yeah. But certainly no inquiry and certainly, you know, hanging over his head as reported in the yeah. the media he could miss the olympics because yeah, amazing, of like, amazing amazing and he question australia having to you know these people that have never been mentioned in the press before and darren gosher i think was we established was the chief executive i mean what does he do you know how busy is his job but suddenly mm. his phone was ringing off the hook well he should have I should have just dealt with it. Anyway, we move on from that. I think Jimmy Smith had the right policy yesterday. He was sick of it by the time he came on here on SEN. He said tried to make it a mankini for his own, so to speak. So Fair enough. So we're, we're probably finished there. What about the back page of The Telegraph today? Now, love to hear from you if you have had a heart scare. Don't want to... I just think it is something we need to talk about out in the open. 
1300 01 Tell us your own experience of everything is sweet, you don't know anything is wrong, and then one day, bam, you've, you've had this problem, you've found out. Because that's the story that Mark Bosnich, Bozza, is telling today, saying along the way, attributing part of the fact being saved to Robbie Slater. Now, they've been feuding, if you will, or no talkies for quite some time, but when they saw each other the other week, Bozza was having, um, he was having, what was it, chest pains below the throat, mm. burning pain or pain, and end up quite serious. Could have been, could have been brown bread. I, been I think a lot of people... Bozza. Yeah, a lot of people think that it's heartburn. So when heartburn can be misdiagnosed as heart problems. Um, so Boz are obviously uh, going through that. But uh, yeah, well, there's plenty of there's plenty of stories because most people don't know. Most people don't get tested. Most people don't just and don't. So, uh, lots of people out there, Vossi, don't realise that they have um, genetic heart problems. Mm. You know, and and that is that's the that's the biggest risk when. You know, bad hearts are passed on from your parents. Yeah, you right. don't know. Well, let's talk about this this morning because it might, it, by you sharing your story on our open line or text line this morning, you may potentially save the life of another listener. We're all a family here that they hear that and, and think, gee, I had those symptoms and sort of dismiss them. Uh, so share your story this morning, 1300 01 in light of the story around Bozza, Mark Bosnich, that thankfully he's still out there laughing and getting on with life because uh, things could have been a little grim. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. serious topic, but obviously with happy endings if you're uh, going to be telling the story on air today. But if you can help another listener, that would be fantastic. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, just a little bit of sport. We've got uh, EPL game this morning kicking off at 7. We've got Everton taking on Crystal Palace. It's 16th playing 18th. Mm. Uh, yesterday, Vossi watched the golf after we went off air. Hideki Matsuyama um, started the day six behind the leaders. Shot the lowest oh, closing round. 62. Incredible. Some of the shots late in his round. Unbelievable. So Matsuyama... Uh, one by a couple of shots. Jason Day looked like he was going to make a run before the final round got underway, but that didn't eventuate. But he was the highest finisher out of the Australians. Uh, Adam Scott a bit further behind him. Camp Davis, we spoke yeah. about him at the back that end of bus, this thing. That bus yes. crash. Second, third and fourth rounds um, over par. Uh, we are here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Remember, this show is all about you call us on 1300 01 1170. You know it's early up there in Queensland, but hop on the phone. The open line is all yours, and we have lines available right now. We'll be back in just a moment with all your calls and texts right here on SEN, the home of sport. Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. The chance of more storms across Sydney today. Big ones swept through uh, the, the Sydney yesterday, heading for 26 in the city and west. So eh, 26, not too bad, not too hot. Vossi, good morning if you're in Brisbane with us for another half an hour before Patton Hills will be along. Shower's up there today as well, top of 29. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. And lesson learned yesterday again, um, you know, if lightning's about, don't, don't be complacent. Get indoors rather than standing out under a tree waiting for things to pass. I mean, people, what was it, the four people... The yep. lightning strike, it burnt them. They mm. weren't electrocuted. They were burnt. 
by the strike. I mean, lightning can just hit the ground. The lightning bolts can scorch the earth. So um, if best you can get, get inside. inside. Yep. Don't get complacent. Uh, morning, boys. Any chance of getting Andy Pascalides on to chat about Heart of Football Organisation promoting heart health in sport? Reckon it would be helpful to the listeners of SEN. Keep up the top work. KY2. Andy, yeah, he's been a great driver of that because Andy's said, like, you know, it, yes, at professional level, you've got all the facilities there, but all the social competitions mm-hmm. and a lot of, you know, dare I say, people who are past it that are playing, you know, at an older age, playing social football on the weekend, what medical facilities are there when, unfortunately, people have episodes. Yeah. Um, so Andy's been a driver of that to, so to make sure community sports grounds have some sort of facility. Yes, yep. yes. To, well, that's um, what they need, isn't it? To help in, in that, um, in that uh, moment. Um, morning, boys. The Rat Catcher here. Good to hear from the Rat Catcher, Brandy. Yep. Uh, non-alcoholic spirits are up there with the bait and tackle bouncing on horseback, sickening. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Rat Can't move on from the Mankini just yet. Uh, no, and we do have one about the Mankini. I'm tra- Big G says, Fossium, interested in finding out how the family pet is going. Did you try feeding him something different? Still no food. No. And also, did you watch the first episode of Undisputed? If so, thoughts? Mm. Have so you watched what, Undisputed? No, but Philip the Axolotl in the Voss household has now gone, he's into his fourth week without food. He's on a hunger stroke. Well, wow. How's he going? Well, yeah, well that's it. He's very skinny. <laughs> not doing much, but yeah, he's still with us. But he just and what is it? A what? To it. An axolotl. An axolotl. A, a Mexican walking fish. You know, they bloop, 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 walk around. Right. Cool little things. So are they, they in water much. or Mexican Yeah, water. They're, they're, um, they come out? They don't come onto land. No, the, the Mexican walking fish, no. He just walks underwater. Uh, but there you go. Uh, news just coming through, too, as we break away from the text of a police operation northbound on the Harbour Bridge. Uh, so this story is just happening. Unclear at this stage what's happening, but you can expect delays, as you can understand, if you're heading north over the Harbour Bridge. So that's out of the city. Police operation there. Heading towards SEN. If you're rushing over to get an autograph, maybe of Dan. Dan, any autographs, anyone? Oh, Dan. Uh, so, so Lieutenant Dan is back to work this morning. Yes, um, good, good. Remember good we spoke day. about yesterday. Had, had to have yep. the day off because uh, the lounge was getting delivered. Dan, how did the lounge, how, how is it? Well, it's good. Thank you for asking and thank you for the concern. No, very good. Mm. All, almost didn't get into the house, though, which is very, very bad, but did get there in the end. Thank right. you for asking, okay. though. No, that's all right. And they, they obviously turned up early in the morning. Yes, they were there. Start. Yes, uh, they were there at 8.30, actually. Iron Bronco good. said, how's the new couch, Lieutenant Dan? It's good. It's good. Very long. Waited until, since October for it. So it's been a long wait, but it has now wow. arrived. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's Worth the wait. Worth the wait. Uh, the Iron Bronco does go on to say, surely the kicking will be affected by narrowing of the field. Even with the top kickers like DCE and Adam Reynolds, I'd be very surprised to see any 40-20s the whole weekend. A lot of kicking out in the full. Mm. Field's a little shorter too, um, just quietly. It's, uh, f- I think, four metres shorter as well. So that that's so before, re- though. Across England, that's happened yeah. just about every ground you play it in the UK. They, yeah, uh, right normally, right. They, they shorten the gap between uh, the you know the 20 and the 30. Try line the 20? Yeah, that just sort of gets mm. it's just, just a little space. <laughs> Seven metres or something there. 
but yep. that's how they uh, that's how they deal with it. If Joe brings so much money to Union, why are they still broke? Um, the Logan Warrior, you ask that question. That that would be because it's not actually physical cash. No, it's just a notional value put on the publicity. What does that publicity generate? If you were to pay for that newspaper space, what would it cost you? Well, I'm saying Vegas. What would it cost Rugby League to get so much coverage of its sport? And you put the figure, Harry. Uh, uh, Brandy, <laughs> Harry Alexander. You yeah. put the figure on it. Got um, a cousin, Harry. <laughs> well, that'll do for the morning. <laughs> yeah. Harry Alexander. You yeah. put 100 million on it. You're probably right. Thanks, bro. You're probably right. 100 million. Yeah. That's what they 100 got. million. No, more. More. More, more than more. Yeah, more. Oh, yeah, Full page more. spread. Uh, the Pearl says, boys, I've got friends in San Francisco, Reno, and New York, um, New York State, all sports, but not league fans. Yes, they call it rugby, but uh, all have heard about the games in Vegas and not from me. So publicity is good. Yeah, school of thought is you've got to really push. And, and Jimmy had an interview yesterday. I can't remember the name of the guest, but saying that you know, NRL is probably what they should push. They're coming here to play is. NRL. In of America, course. they play, you know, exactly. NFL, NHL. Yes. Major League Baseball, MLB, yeah. NBA. Because once they call it rugby, good luck yep. trying to explain to them that there's a different type <laughs> yes. of rugby. Forget it. Yep. NRL should have been the the catch cry. NRL, the NRL come and watch the NRL. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. thank you for that. Apparently, the marketing push over there is, is basically starting today, as far as I'm aware. I think 10 days. It's a 10-day marketing push in Vegas into the locals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't done much marketing or and so push for ticket sales see what traction that gets that they've got a sporting event that you know brush you two on that night or christine aguilera or david copperfield and come along and watch nrl rugby yep. rugby league mm-hmm. at Allegiant stadium the super bowl stadium i think it's a great help that the super bowl venue is the venue for the games i think they can trade off that a little bit as well uh, this is Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. After the 6.30 news, we're going to talk about this bloke who got caught keying cars, allegedly keying cars. He's been charged at his day in court yesterday for his first court appearance. What sort of punishment should he get? Let's throw it open to the court of the Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy family. I'm sure they'll come up with something decent. We will hand down the punishment to someone who keys cars. You can also have your say on the Edgewater Homes text line, Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, this is a great deal. Up to 1500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply. That text number 0457 736 736. 630 News up next. 530 if you're in Brisbane. Tuesday morning out of uh, the home of sport in Sydney. SEN 1170 AM. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Some of the sports stories of the morning. Uh, one we haven't spoken about, Vossi, the NRL, given the bunker, the power to step in and rule on any field goals this season with a stricter position to be taken on kick blockers. There was a penalty on Saturday afternoon in the Roosters-Manly game. Nathan yep. Brown stood next to the, the play the ball, basically. Um, and if what happened in that game is what's going to transpire for the rest of the season, forget anyone standing near the play the ball. Mm, You'll right. just be penalised. because There doesn't have to be any touch, does there? There doesn't have to be any contact. It's if a player has to deviate on their run, that's obstruction. Correct? Well, he didn't have to deviate, but that's that was the rule. If if the if the 
the blocker impedes the chaser's direct line to the kicker, he will be penalised. Now, Nathan Brown didn't do that, but he got penalised anyway. So I'm saying get out of there. Get out, well, of, get out of Dodge. Get out of town. <laughs> get out of Dodge. I, I say everything comes with a consequence. The, the, the problem here is that, that moment, that field goal moment, everything's going to have to be checked. Mm. So you're going to have you know match-winning moment, golden point-winning moment. Yep. You know, Nathan Cleary, two-point field goal. You know, everything will have to be checked. We will mm. lose that. The spontaneity. Um, of win loss, you have to yeah. check every field goal. You'd have to, mm-hmm. and the so, bunker will determine whether it's fair play. So the the, the bunker can uh, can rule on markers, but the bunker won't rule on the ten meter defending line. So no. they won't rule on that, but they'll rule on markers square. <laughs> There's going to be some problems whoop-ass. there. Can of whoop ass <laughs> that is can of whoop ass has been opened. Uh, they should have that actually. They should have that as the slogan. Uh, now, the teams have started touching down in Vegas. Um, saw the mm. video. So it's all business class. Uh, so the players, the first ones that went yesterday went uh, Fiji Airways. So they went via Nandy, a few hours in Nandy. So would they be Ooh, there? South. Yeah, they would be there. South? Yeah, yeah that was the deal. The sponsorship okay. deal was done there, I think, the NRL. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, and we are getting news now about players being ruled out for mm. these weekend's uh, trial matches and also for round one matches. Uh, Josh Schuster won't be going to Vegas. Uh, pulled up sore after uh, the, the calf. He's, he's had no luck. Calf. He's had a, ba- no, he's had a bad no summer. When, when no someone luck. needed a good summer, he's yep. had a bad summer. Was it... Yep. Uh, what, what, what? Measles? Did he have measles early? Oh, he's what? had everything. He was throwing the house down. Then he broke the house down. Then he said, Chicken pox. Chicken pox. Chicken pox. Broke a finger. Now the calf. Uh, uh, Perth Wildcats superstar Bryce Cotton, and he is a superstar, has been named the NBL's MVP, joining Andrew Gaze as the only player to have won at least four MVPs. Now, I have watched Bryce Cotton live. He is sensational. He is the fastest man on court in the NBL. I've never been to an NBA game, so I don't know how the quickest little guy moves around because Bryce Cotton's not big. No. He is so quick, Brandy. He is so good yeah. to watch. So why didn't good. He make it? Bryce why why didn't you make it in the NBA? I don't know. Well, it must little be little men can make it. He's yes, brilliant. they can. He's, He's brilliant. fantastic. Uh, the Mankini debate is done. Uh, we've sorted that done. out. Shane Rose was on on last night. We heard a little bit of Shane Rose. Um, it's all over. The, the inquiry has been dropped. At the 400 metres, a length and a half floating artist. Here's very elegant. She's coming home. 300 to go. The mighty mare moves up to incentivise and races on by. Then floating artist, Spanish mission. But very elegant at the 150. The darling of the turf has raced clear. Three lengths incentivised. And it's very elegant. Ten group ones. And now the greatest of them all, the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, that was terrible news yesterday coming through. Uh, very elegant passing away in France after complications, giving birth a foal, which was to be her first, also didn't make it. Um, we had James McDonald paying tribute to Very Elegant, uh, speaking to Jared Waitley yesterday. Unbelievable to um, receive the news early this morning. Bray gave me a call and um, it just doesn't feel real, to be honest with you. Yeah, I just... Uh, I don't really get too emotional, but it actually brought a little tear to my eye at a pretty big soft spot. She arguably gave me the, my greatest day on, on a racetrack in my life. So um, for her to be gone so early, it's, uh, it's, re- it's real, it's really, really sad. 
and the circumstances of it too, because all the handlers would have been around at the scene. That would have been incredibly dramatic. Dramatic. Yep. And uh, tragic in the end. And what about the, the storms and the rain yesterday? New South Wales saved in the Sheffield Shield. They were eight for 116 against the Vicks at the SCG. Trailing by an innings and 86 runs. They were cooked and bad light and then weather forced a draw and prevents the Vicks going to the top of the table. So there you go. Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We'll be back in just a moment right here on the Home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM, where you can have your say... If someone is found guilty of keying cars, what should their punishment be? And your punishment that you dish out can be outside the realms of law. So get inventive, come up with something. I've got a few ideas myself. Let us know, 1300 01 1170 or on the text line. Thanks for making the switch to SEN 1170 AM, the home of sport in Sydney. The chance of more storms today, top of 26. Good morning if you're in Brisbane, Patton Hills. Uh, we'll be along in 15 minutes. Shower's up there with a top of 29. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Got a text message here from uh, Tony of West Nowra. Uh, he's not much faith in the judicial system. He says, the lunatic on drugs who stole an Uber then had a fiery crash on the Harbour Bridge and he got a two-year community service order. Then the guy keying, keying cars will probably get rewarded with something to make him feel good too. Like a box of chocolates or something. Uh, well, this is the story. So this uh, gentleman, oh, well, gentleman's wrong, uh, 34-year-old Blacktown man, he was arrested on Sunday night at a shopping centre car park in Schofields. Now, some vision emerged. Now, I wasn't aware of this, but so Tesla cars have little cameras on the side. And it caught vision of this man walking through car park with some sort of implement. It appeared to be keying cars. So... There'd been a spate of these reports. Um, six luxury cars across three Sydney suburbs racking up more than $10,000 in damages. And this man caught on film. So it's all alleged, but the video evidence is pretty damning. And yes, and when police caught him at the um, car park, he was found with a three-bladed metal multi-tool found in his possession. Hmm. The vision shows him just walking alongside the car. He's got something between his thumb and his forefinger, just holding it, and he just walks along and obviously something doing along the side of the car. Now, he's appeared in court yesterday. Let's have a listen. I'm not uh, saying I didn't key a car, but the circumstances as to how they became keyed, but Jesus Christ, all day it's hot, I'm walking, I'm a little overweight. What? (laughs) So what? (laughs) Hang on. So he's... So he's yep. a little overweight and he's walking all day. So what? Yep, he's he's got a angry. Backpack he's... on. Yes. Yep. Backpack. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So again, now paint the picture of the man. Okay. So he's he's a bit plump, but he's there with a backpack. He's wearing a t-shirt, jeans, and in his. So he's walking along there. The left-hand car. His hand cannot be. Is he intimating there that it would have been a total freak of nature that whatever he was holding in his hand? came into contact with a side of multiple cars because he's mm. walking a lot and it's hot. Let's have a listen to that grab again. I'm not uh, saying I didn't key a car, but the circumstances as to how they became keyed, but Jesus Christ, I, all day it's hot, I'm walking, I'm a little overweight. <laughs> Hang on. He gets, Hang on. Yeah. So he yeah, said, to play the third I'm, not, I'm not saying that I didn't key a car, but the circumstances, no. how they became keyed, yeah, well, that's, right. that's a mystery. Excellent. Unbelievable. All right, so what should happen? He deserves more than I thought he was, yeah. I wanted him to get. If found guilty, correct. So, but, but in broader terms, 
the crime of keying cars. Uh, have you got a punishment? Um, the hedgehog's interesting. They should be made to pee their pants in public. That's an interesting one. I hadn't thought of that. I've suggested Taylor Square stocks. I think Taylor Square in city. Let's go back to medieval times. Let's put the stocks up there. And you can just come along and look at them and, you know, Dad, what's that? Oh, it's like a keys cars. Mm. And they just put them on show. And if you want to throw a tomato or something or whatever, just you can, you know, have a bit of fun with them, I suppose. Yep. Um, this one, that dirty flamingo, I can't use the word that he says, should be keyed by the car's owners. They could actually key him accidentally. Mm. Yeah. As it would. Yeah. Uh, in, in the Middle, the East, Middle East, East, he gets his hand cut off. Yeah, he gets his hand cut off. Well, yeah. is that not fair punishment? Tough, but, <laughs> but it's a tough, bit tough, but it was hot and walking yeah. around all day. Go. Let's play that grab again, Dan. Just one more time, right. just a little rest. I'm not uh, saying I didn't key a car, but the circumstances as to how they became keyed. But Jesus Christ, I, all day it's hot. I'm walking. I'm a little overweight. Yeah, right. well, that's, that's a great defence. That's a hell that of a defence. <laughs> that's his. Def- and the judge should have said. Is that your defence? Idiot. Idiot of the year. Wow. Yep. Let's go to the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Brandy. Uh Let's go to... Oh, Rooster Ash is there. G'day, Rooster Ash. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, um, I'm just, just thinking about um, our boys over in America, and I, I just feel that the game um, will be a bash-a-thon, rather than seeing our halves and five-eighths uh, run them wild and, you know, like letting our centres run. And isn't that mm. what the Americans want to see? Or I mean, there, there will be bash and barge, but I would much prefer if, uh, if the sidelines were out and to our requirements and have our, our men playing the game we play. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it, it 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 might change the way they play, um, but I, I I don't think it's going to take too much away from it. Uh, Olympic Park was narrow. Olympic Park was three meters, four was meters it? narrow. Yes, yes, it was. Really? Yeah, former Melbourne Storm ground. Oh, Olympic um, Park in Melbourne. Yes, sir, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, the old yeah. Olympic Park in Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Rooster Ash, I think they'll I'll th- yeah. I think they'll overcome the the, the narrow field. Shane of Brisbane's called in as well on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Shane. Hey Bossy. Hey Harry. Uh, hey, uh, hello. Boys. Hey, Hazza, Shane. Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> hey boys, just a quick one, and, and I guess goes out to both yet. We always say there's not enough talent or A graders um, that fill X amount of size in the comp. When you see the amount of uh, kids that had an opportunity on the weekend to, to play against a lot of established first graders. How many kids do you think just simply don't get an opportunity or just, you know, that are out there that simply, yeah, just, yeah. just never get the opportunity? Then kids have got the opportunity on the weekend. Who are the ones that simply don't get opportunities? I mean, Brandy, you would have seen it over the years. I'm sure they pick guys with the right attitudes, etc. But how many genuinely good players are out there that simply don't get an opportunity? I think that's a really good point, Shane, because, you know, some kids don't get... And, and you see, sometimes, you know, when you're looking at watching younger kids, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-olds play, and you think, well, yeah, you, you know, he, he, he might make it. But some kids have the ability to step up 
make that step. They mightn't look like they have it. They, they, you know, they mightn't, they mightn't sort of be a standout in what they they do in their own age group, or, but they just have an innate ability to once they get there. They they find their feet very quickly, and I th- I think there's you know there's probably a number of those players, those young kids that don't get the chance, mm. that for whatever reason, whether it's you know whether their attitude's not a hundred percent, they they're a little bit different, they. You know they do things differently, so they're sort of you know shunned. You know, I I, I think that's a very good point, mate. Good on you, Shane. I, you I have agree. A great, uh, a great Tuesday. Good observation of the weekend uh, matches. Uh, as we go to a break, Pedro has uh, well keen to share some wisdom with us. He says <clears throat> he coughed and cleared his throat. I used to key cars, but lost a few kilos and have since stopped. So thank you, Pedro, for sharing that message with us. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're back in just a moment. Walk down memory lane. Plenty of text, plenty of calls on a big Tuesday here on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. Here's Aloisi for a place in the you World Cup. For us. Yeah! On Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on this day. Yes, it's the 20th of Feb 2024 on this day. Listen to this one. In 2016, a four-inch lock of John Lennon's hair sells for $35,000 at auction in Texas. Whoa, what? Wow. What, what about that? Teeth. <laughs> um, on this day in 1988, Kylie Minogue topped the UK singles charts with this single. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Is that locomotion? No, that's not locomotion. That's something else. It's been 17 weeks at the top, so I don't even know the name of it. No. Can you help me with the name, Dan? Someone else contributed to this segment? Dan, I don't know the name sh- of the song. Uh, I shall be so good. lucky. Oh, I should oh, be so yeah. lucky. Yeah. That's I was right. going to say, Charlie Woodsir can yeah, pipe in with the answer to that. He's done nothing yeah. this morning. Yeah. Uh, Dully Cherry Evans, happy birthday, DCE. 35 today, born in 1989. 305 games for the Seagulls, 22 for Queensland, 21 for Australia. What a career. you got what a player DCE of the fossil in action. Dan, let's do it. Let's do it. Here's Tolu Kola. He's got some moves. Real dance moves. Cherry Evans. He's the only Maroon in white jersey. He steps the fullback. Daily Cherry Evans has produced a run to score. He's still running. He's run 50 with the ball. He's run 20 to celebrate. Works began on this day in 1913 to make Canberra Australia's capital. On this day. Mm. Yeah. An inquest into the disappearance of Azaria Chamberlain finds that she was taken by a dingo. It wasn't time to go and tell people. I just yelled out, has anyone got a torch? The dingo's got my baby. Uh, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana fame. He was born on this day as well. That all happened on this day. That was 1967. He passed away in 1994. His songs included something that we'll probably play in Vossioki today. Might have been a Nirvana to river you up before 8 o'clock this morning. Sounds good. Queensland listeners, uh, get ready for Pat and Eels. For everyone else, stay with us. Michael Carriana's coming up with some big sports issues. And Lee had you pet and tell us later in the show right here on the home of Sporting Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Ah, uh, Brandy, we have the best jobs in the world. We get to share three hours of the morning with you. one 300 People calling off air this morning. Want to give a shout out to Wayne of Concord. He's driving a bus around Sydney at the moment, but he's phoned in, spoken to our producer, Ben, said, Cuz, tell Vossie I've got the tip for his axolotl. So it's, he's, he's that concerned about Philip the axolotl, our, our pet here. Um, 
that um, he's, he stopped the bus. I don't know what the passengers thought. He stopped the bus to, to phone in. said, I haven't got time to go on air, but can you pass on, go to the pet shop, ask them how much salt I should add to the water. And he reckons they will give you, tell them how big the tank is. They'll work mm-hmm. out how much salt you should drop in the water. He says, Philip will be back in good shape in two days. Back eating. Back eating. Yeah, back eating. Thank you, go. Wayne of Concord, cuz. Thank you. Good man. And uh, safe driving. Thank you for doing that, mate. Really appreciate it. Now, what about um, what about Matt, another person who's coming on the text line, Brady, after your mention of John Lennon's lock of hair in the, uh, on this day segment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What's Matt's yep. question? Would you like to relay uh, that? Matt, guys, was that lock of hair from John Lennon's head, head of hair or Rubik's? <laughs> the old Rubik's cube. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Man, I, I don't know what's the letter of authenticity say it's, it's his hair wouldn't that be yeah. a bit wouldn't that be a bit of a conversation a, killer well you know was it whose teeth were was it the Winston other day Churchill Winston yeah. Churchill false yeah, teeth yeah teeth. Uh, Brandy calling key man idiot of the year maybe premature the bunker has more power this year do you want to keep your powder dry mm. it's a good call pinnacle yeah. Now, this is on a morning we've been covering away from sport. Um, the appearance in court yesterday of a 34-year-old Blacktown man charged with allegedly keying six cars, causing in excess of $10,000 damage. He's caught on film of a Tesla actually close up, left hand, holding something alongside of a car. Then he's caught on the security camera of the car park, strolling around, same man, backpack. He's, he's a big size. He's a fair-sized man, but he's walking around with a backpack nonchalantly walking through the car park. This was his defence outside of court yesterday. I'm not uh, saying I didn't key a car, but the circumstances as to how they became keyed, but Jesus Christ, I, all day it's hot, I'm walking, I'm a little overweight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was his defence. Um, yeah. Uh, G'day legends, first text for the year and it's a good one. The Coffs Panther giving himself a rap. Did the Kia key a Kia? That's good. No, that's not that's funny, a, but I mean that's that, a fair question. That yes. is a good text. Coughs that's standard. almost they're almost like uh, in the South Sydney days, Kiri to to Kiri, Lottie to Kiri, Luke mm-hmm. Kiri. Yeah, you and the Coughs sort Panther of, should have, should get a room. To, to, and yeah, gags. along those lines. Uh, yeah. That guy keying the car is up there with old mate eating a succulent Chinese meal. Uh, have we got audio of the Chinese meal? Man? Good comparison. Now, what good comparison. what was the Chinese meal? He was a he was a Eaten runner, wasn't he? He used to eat, go to restaurants and do the runner. <laughs> so, Here we go. This is sports. I'm under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Ah, uh, yes. I see that you know your judo well. Yes. City humanity played today back to back. Uh, just on that, um, Spanky says, uh, stick to the sport, lads. I don't think the director of a football club and head commentator should be commenting on legal matters. You're more woke than Pat Cummins. <laughs> Spanky, what? have what? you lost your mind, Spanky? That text is woke. <laughs> we can't comment. What, we can't what comment? What do you mean, woke? What's your, ex- what's your definition of woke, Spanky? Uh, uh. Come on. Um, punishment for the key man with said key etching the complaints coming into the bunker hotline Thursday to Sunday every week during the season. 
So, right, etching the complaints coming into the bunker. <laughs> what? No, anyway, thank you for that, Rob. Got that. Mm. Uh, that uh, won't be happening, but yep, yep. Uh, I'm no Gary of Newtown, yes, uh, boys, but um, in regards to the the width of the field in Vegas, I would play one centre and two fullbacks, says Pete. Let me think about that. One centre. Well, I, two oh, maybe we're getting a bit too confused. Now I am trying Why to don't we it. just take someone off the field? Why don't we make it a 12 man game for Vegas? Are you suggesting the referee should, should Simbin? Maybe they get more vigilant get an early, on Simbin get an and that gets Simbin. less players yep. on the field. Well, it's happened in the Super League over the weekend. Boy, was there a crackdown. Nine sin biddings, four send-offs. They only had four send-offs in all of last season. Poor old Hull FC, beaten by Hull KR, uh, 22-0, the big derby. Uh, all their recruits, all their recruits suspended or fined. Jaden Ockenbohr, Franklin Pele, Herman S.A.S.A., Ligny Sow, all hit with fines or suspensions, or both. Mm. That's in, a motley uh, crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps Spanky is the key man. Uh, there's a question hey, on he could, the He could text. be. I'm worried about Spanky with that text. Yes. Um, does anyone know what Vegas is costing? That's a, that's a pretty broad question. That's one for Michael Carianas. Mm. The cost of it, added up. They're all flying, all paid for. Um, I, I, I don't mind admitting. I, I, I've got a direct flight. Sydney to Vegas next Tuesday, Brandy, which has been organised by the NRL. Two two planes that they're mm. sending. No, nice. um, I've managed to get a start on that, so I'll be, you know, and flying you in a few days in preparation. Um, what what, what were your options much, if you didn't get a start on that? Well, I suppose you yeah you're either going via like LA or you're doing via Nandy that some of the teams are doing if you if you're going okay. over. But oh, yeah. I'm pretty much hitting the ground running and and. Uh, and filming the moment we get there for the fan. Um, as we told you a little earlier in the show, there's a major police operation on the Sydney Harbour Bridge this morning. Police won't say at this stage what's going on, but it's now closed multiple lanes in both directions. Traffic mm. heading south is cur- currently queued back to Lane Cove. So it was oh, on the wow. northbound lanes, but now affecting the city-bound the traffic. All the way back to Lane Cove. That is some cue. Stay home. If you if you haven't left, <laughs> stay home. Just stay, have, the day stay home. have the day have off. Have the day off. Brandy's yeah. first call for the year. Yeah. A public well, holiday it, Tuesday being declared man. in Sydney. Bossy, serious. If you if the traffic's back to Lane Cove, that's a joke. Uh, Stu from Cronulla says Brandy is woke a derogatory term. Well, after Spanky's text, I I don't know what woke is. I've got no idea. Um, but I, I would think so, Stu. Big G says the Kia, uh, make the idiot sit in a sauna for 24 hours watching Rugby Union. Thank you, Big G. Uh, Wild Panther boys, to the guy who keyed the cars, his punishment should be going to the Tigers v. Dragons game this year. Enough punishment to really make him realise he shouldn't do that caper again. That's if he's guilty of it. But his defence was interesting. He didn't deny that he didn't key him. Yeah, no, I'm no. not saying I didn't do well, it. Didn't. No, 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 I'm not saying. But I'm, you know, whatever he said, the blasphemy. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Graham from Colorado he wants to de-sex him. He said, after after hearing that bloke, we can't have him breeding. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. That's an interesting observation. Um, let's try and get back on the straight and narrow. How right, much is okay. Vegas costing? A lot. Well, maybe the three of us should all have a crack. But Michael Carianis, I reckon he's the best bet, the best chance let's of get knowing. Bring let's him. get him in. Let's do it with MC. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Carianis. MC. Boys, 
I'm always very concerned when you want me to, to straighten up the attack. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fair enough, too. And especially on a narrow field. Drifting across field. Here comes Carianos. Oh, Carianos smashed. Folded. Another Folded. hospital path of Alexander. Yes. Dumped yeah. it off to a straight running Carianos. Run into that gap there, Michael. Um, um what what do you think? What like what Dead. the cost of Vegas would be enormous year one, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have I don't have a number, guys. But I don't know. Well, we're talking about ten mil. I don't know what number would we would we yeah, be throwing out there? Yeah. What's the rent of the stadium? Work work your way back from game day, the game day experience. You'd have to rent the stadium. You don't get that for nothing. Yeah. No. So there's a cost. Um, <laughs> everyone flying business. Cheap. Everyone, Everyone flying business. All the, players, all the players flying business. I know there's mm, obviously some wow. partnerships with airlines and, and yeah. the like. So it's hard to know exactly how much is being paid for, what you know, what deals the, the NRL's done with certain businesses and the like. But yeah, they, you know, if they break even in year one, it, it's a miracle. And that was oh. never the. I don't think that was ever the purpose. Yeah. yeah no. Yep. Yep, don't think they can anyway. possibly break even. Couldn't it's, possibly uh, break even. It's all about it's the all going to be pursuit of the punting dollar and the investment. The payday will be potentially years down the track if we establish yeah. a, a revenue stream in America because we're going there five years in a row. You'd hope by year three, four, five, then it is established mm. and there is so it's revenue a, yeah. generated. So it seems like broadcasting is the key to it, getting the game on Fox Sports 1 in the U.S., on a regular basis. Um, yeah. And I, that's huge. Uh, we, and the fact that it's going to be on Fox Sports 1 is huge. Um, yeah. That's this year. The, has that happened? Yeah. That, that's that, the, has... that's, well, I don't know. No, it's never been. It's my understanding it's never been on Fox. Fox Sports 1 is like, I, I think it's like their main channel over yeah, there. At the moment, yeah. it's been on like soccer channels or whatever the case may be, mm. you know, on stations mm. that show the, the soccer and stuff like that. So it's been, a, a bit yeah. away from the, the viewing eyes, but this is on their main channel, front and center, prime time, um, which is you know huge and, and a huge investment for the Fox and and for the NRL. It's a, it's a major shot in the arm to try and um, get this uh, you know in front of people. Yeah, does that happen throughout the the, the season, MC? Like throughout the the rugby league season, will it be on? Will there be game? How many? How many games are on Fox yeah. Sports One weekly? Yeah, I'm not sure, um, mm. Brandy, exactly what the rest of the year looks like. You, when you speak to the NRL, they, they talk about um, trying to get as many eyeballs on that watch NRL app, which, uh, you know, the, oh, that's yeah. stuff they'll yep. be able to measure, right? They'll be able to measure, mm. okay, you know, we had a 1,000 people sign up for it last year. We've got 10,000 this year, whatever the case may be. And they go, okay, we're mm. tracking in the right direction. It's made some sort of impact. Because as everyone, like I'm of the belief, and I'm sure you guys are too, They've just got to work out how to get eyeballs, and once they get eyeballs, people will enjoy it. Yeah, the difference between Fox Sports 2 and Fox Sports 1 is astronomical when you talk about potential eyeballs. As I understand it, Fox Sports 2 is closer to their up around the 200th, between 100 and 200 ranked station in America. Fox Sports 1 is, is top 10 stuff. So, you know, the potential reach of Fox Sports 1 and those that mm. tune into Fox Sports 1 is, again, I use the word astronomical compared to being on Fox Sports 2. So down the track, rugby league might be on a more consistent basis, not on Fox Sports 1, but the first chance we get is on the main channel. Let's make mm. this, 
huge, both games. And they will be taking the Australian coverage. The Fox League coverage of Australia mm. is what will be broadcast throughout America. Well, Voss is going to go worldwide. Mm. You're out there. You're out there. Suddenly got a bit nervous. Yeah. Um, now, MC, uh, the Charity Shield at Jubilee, you, you were you were there. What's What, what happened? I was there. Outside? I was there. And first game that I've been to of the year, obviously, and then I'm, I'm walking in. haven't even hit the gates yet. So I'm about two metres from the gates, and I hear Carianas, and I turn around, and it's the great Gary from Newtown. Nice. Who's... Um, he got me. He got me. He got me good for a good ten or fifteen minutes, running me through his his theories and some of the things I said over summer and the like. And it was interesting. The last game that I went to was the grand final, and I ran into Gary there as well. And the first game of twenty twenty four that I go to, I run into the great Gary. And yeah. listeners, it's exactly the same as he is um, mm. on air, where it's hard to sort of um, segue out of the conversation. What you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get. What you hear. Yeah. And was yeah. there any wisdom, anything there that you want to pass on, Michael? Oh, nothing that we haven't heard before. No, nothing that we haven't heard before, guys. So um, he was very excited for uh, Parramatta's chances. Right. Parramatta's okay. Chances. Well, right. we'll wait until he um, gives us a call to, to go through that. Bunker now reviewing every field goal. There, <laughs> there could be some problems. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, right? Because the bunker always had the ability to look at any scoring play over the last couple of years. Um, whether or not they reviewed every field goal, I'm not sure. But I guess it's, it comes down to um, the blockers now. I think there's going to be a bit more of a, a watch on, um, you know, you know how the people line up and take the markers out or whatever the case may be from field goals, whether or not that is part of, of their plan to try and eradicate that, to give the chasers... Uh, a little bit more of an opportunity. So I think that's probably where we're going to see um, the, the bunker come into it. Obviously, you know, they, they've always had the ability to check um, for field goals, field goals over the last couple of years. But I guess there's going to be extra scrutiny on uh, whether or not those um, blockers take some chases out of play. Mm. Yep, definitely. And and that well, getting the blockers out of the road is a good thing. Um, Schuster won't be on the plane uh, to Manly. What about his chances of... Um, coming back and being fit. Is he Nelly there? Yeah, I think he's he's just got this calf niggle that that's been ongoing for for a little bit of time. Like he had a he had a massive block before Christmas where he looked really, really good and then he, he got um I think he had the, the measles or chicken pox or something like that, which set him back and then he broke his finger and, and then he did his calf. So it's been one thing after another and uh the sad thing for, for Manly and Schuster was that the fact around December they said he was outstanding. He looked really good. He'd come back early and was in great shape. And it was outstanding. He'd drop for him. And then he's a guy that needs to be on the training field. Uh, otherwise, things sort of slip away from him a, a little bit. Uh, they've made the decision. I think it's the right one not to send him to Vegas because of all the travel and the like. He needs to focus on um, staying here and, and getting his body right in the hope that um, he might be in contention for, for round two. It's not a long-term injury. Um, so, you know, if he plays, you know, there's some suggestion he might play a trial game this weekend and then um, potentially, uh, you know, a reserve grade game where he might head into round two, hopefully for, for Manly. Mm. Uh, we've got a text <laughs> message here. It says, uh, Parliament's going dry. Um, they're talking about bringing breathalysers in. Uh, do we know if the bunker's dry? Should they have a breathalyzer <laughs> in the bunker? Of course they <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
You can't say that. Okay. It's highly the ultimate man Brandy, we've been in there. It is, and Michael, I'm pretty sure you have too. It's the ultimate man yeah. cave, though, isn't it? Like with all the screens. Wow. I, screens I counted, everywhere. I think, 38, 39 screens. And, you yeah, know, split level, mezzanine levels, and imagine that, the, pe- <laughs> the pizza boxes and the Uber Eats. and like, How good would it be on a Super Saturday <laughs> at Fox League? Three games back-to-back and you're in the bunker. Whew. Fantastic. Yeah, living. Some great company in there too, yeah. Uh, yeah. MC, uh, Warrior Holic's got a question. He says, Vossie, ask MC if he still thinks the Wars will come 10th after the weekend over those receipts locked away. Mm. <laughs> uh, look, trial games aren't changing my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on, on anything that I may have predicted pre-season, so I'm not ready. But it's, it's tough on the Warriors are, are a good side, so um, mm. I have to do my predictions in December and uh, yeah, I just think it's it's tough. You got to leave some sides out, unfortunately. And um, I'm going for the Warriors, but it would not good. surprise me if they're in the A. Yeah, good luck trying to pick everyone. Like sides from six to thirteen, it's it could exactly. be any one of them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's tough. Um, boys, you forgot the greatest expensory Vegas. Something to do with Dean Ritchie. Is is Dean Ritchie going? He um, is going. Boyle's going. He is yeah. going. Right, yeah. okay. So he apparently orders a bit, can eat a bit, can he? Or can there he is. I'm not sure, <laughs> what, I'm not sure what the hidden message is there. No, I don't know. No, I don't I know. I've got no idea. What are we hinting yeah. at there? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Where's that come from? What, what's is the dog going to get up MC's barber sober? Is MC's barber sober as a text? My barber? Um, My barber doesn't have a lot of work to do. No. Mystery man, when's Riccio back? Like we didn't get enough to carry out over the summer. <laughs> Isn't there some luck for you, Michael, today? It's just beautiful. Ricky's back uh, this week, isn't he? I think he's back Thursday. Tomorrow. Yeah, back tomorrow, David. Oh, Ricky. Tomorrow, is it? Okay, tomorrow. Yep, there you yeah. go. Yeah, all right. So where do we land? We What figure? Because we do have to get you to commit a figure, put a cost on it, oh. Vegas. Let's let's f- finish with a figure right. and we'll put it in That's a time okay. capsule and see if we were right. How much? Well, let's go between 15 and 20 mil. Gee, that went up. It was ten million a few minutes ago. Mm, That's, well, yeah, well, uh, we had the. the I, th- I the, think it's been like stuff that. as well before that. But, I don't know. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking you. You sound about right. You're on the money. I, I think MC. I'm going to say twenty million. Twenty million. Little change out of that. Thank you, Michael Carianas from the Telegraph. We can uh, follow any breaking stories on the Telegraph website during the day. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. And Nick Ashman from Sportsbet is on the line. G'day, Nick. G'day, boys. Big week ahead in racing with the Sportsbet Blue Diamond Stakes on Saturday. So uh, we're up and about here at Sportsbet. There we go. Uh, there we. What, so we'll just talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Well, it's a group one. It's the first group one for the two-year-olds of the season. Uh, obviously, we had the Magic Millions in January, and it's a, it's a cracking race. We've had the previews and the preludes for the Colts and the Phillies, and now they all come together a month later, and at the moment, your favourite is Coleman. He's trained by a young fellow called Matt Laurie, who has never won an outright Group 1 race in Victoria before. He did heat it on this day three years ago with a horse called Portland Sky. Uh, but it wasn't, sorry, it was on this day in the Oakley Plate three years ago with Portland Sky. So he's looking to win his first outright Group 1 victory in Victoria. And he's going to do it with Coleman, hopefully, who's your $4.50 favourite with sports bet. And then on the second line of betting is two horses from Peter and Paul Snowden's yard called Bodyguard and High Octane. Now, the Snowdens have won three of the last 13 editions of the Blue Diamond Stakes, so they know what it takes to get a two-year-old over the line in a big one. 
gay-sending lady of Camelot down, who looks to be the highest-rated horse in the race, but has never gone around the Melbourne way yet. So there's some concerns about how she'll handle uh, Caulfield. And then you've got Peter Moody's Aniza. Moody's had won this race uh, previously, and Aniza was second to Coleman last time out, and plenty of good judges saying that she can possibly turn the table. So fascinating race, guys. There's a bit of a roughy possibly lining up from the Snowdens called Fearless. Uh, he might scrape into the field this morning if a couple of horses don't accept. But at this stage, Coleman's the one to beat according to the market. No doubt the barrier draw later on will determine who starts favourite in the race. Okay. Uh, yesterday it was Eurovision. Uh, today it's Married at First Sight. Something that I'll be having a look at. Uh, Nick, what do, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, so we just try and come up with some markets for the people that uh, watch a bit of telly and whatnot. Uh, one market that we've had up, and we've spoken about this one previously on SEN, is the couples still together at the end of the series. Now, when I spoke to the guys, I think Missile about maybe two or three weeks ago, three to four couples remaining to get together, excuse me, was $1.75. Last night we had three intruders or three new uh, married couples enter the experiment. That's now we've been to $1.53. One to two couples is six dollars, and five to six couples to remain together has been off the map. Four fifty into two dollars eighty-seven. If you want to be a pessimistic old buddy duddy like me, sometimes no couples remaining together. Seventeen dollars. Right. Mm. Um, I look. Is, was it Mick Brandy who gave us that call last week? Who gave us the update on maths? Uh, and uh, said, yes, um, I, I think Michael it was, was Michael. Michael. Yeah, we'd love Michael to ring us back and give us an update. Get his impressions of where we're at. Because he did say he'd rather have a wood chipper um, shave his privates than than watch, but um, <laughs> you know. But he we'll still see gave if we can get a, a market up on that, shall we? He gave an accurate account of what was going on. Nick, thank you for your help. And and, and what about the NBA All Stars yesterday? What a farce that was! A million points um, oh, scored. Yeah. A ridiculous game. They weren't even trying. They were just taking half court shots. Anyway, Nick, well done, mate. Have yeah. a great day. Thanks, boys. Talk to you next week. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter shaping and building Australia together. Some of the sports stories that we've been chatting about. Teams have started arriving in Vegas ahead of the doubleheader. Here's South coach Jason Dimitriou uh, before his side flew out of Australia yesterday. There's nothing normal about it. Um, there's certainly a sense of privilege, that's for sure, to represent the game, the NRL, but also our club. Um, we're really excited to get over there. It's round one. Everyone's excited for round one, but to be doing it in Vegas is, is pretty special. If, if I'm explaining what, how important it is to the players, then we haven't done our jobs through pre-season. Um, I think the way we finished our season, the way we've built our pre-season, we, we know what we're going over there for. and. Um, we'll make sure we spend time together though. It's important that we enjoy each other's company. We're together for a long time, but uh, come kickoff, we'll be ready to go. The experience of a lifetime, really. Um, Perth Wildcat superstar Bryce Cotton has been named the NBL's MVP, joining Andrew Gaze as the only player to have won at least four MVPs. He's an incredible talent and uh, will be on show again in the NBL finals. Uh, David Warner spoke in ahead of his final tour of the uh, of New Zealand with the T20 series getting underway tomorrow in Wellington. Uh, he copped a bit of flack in 2016. Here's David Warner in New Zealand. I enjoy playing here. Um, you know, for me, it's about coming out and trying to put my best foot forward and score runs. Um, the crowd, yeah, they got personal, but if they have to get personal, that's their character. It's not. It's, I, I just go about my business, but. That's upon each individual. If that's what they feel like they have to do, then 
so be it. You know, if you want to pay your money to come and abuse people, then, you know, you have to go back and lay in your own bed. We get to play the game of cricket that we love, enjoy, and try and put bums on seats to keep the game um, going. And in AFL North Melbourne's Taryn Thomas set to be handed a massive uh, suspension over domestic violence allegations. Reports suggest he could be sitting out for 18 weeks. We go from the serious to the light. And remember Jay the Bookman used to have a joke? He's still putting them out on social media. I feel obligated to, um, obliged to mention this. He's joked for the day. For my birthday... Well, let, new... Let's stick together. Yeah, well, do you want yeah. it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah sure. For my birthday, I got new beads for my abacus. It's the little things that count. That's the sort of gear we're missing with Jay. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> I, I don't want to say... Laugh at you, Randy. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you've made the right decision, Andrew, by... Yeah. Chopping him off at the, the knees. Me? Ah, uh, yes. Pre- well, breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We'll be back in a moment right here on the Home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. There has been another sacking in English football. Boy, oh boy, don't they go through them. Uh, this time it is uh, Michael Beale at Sunderland. He is sacked as head coach after just 12 games, Brandy. Uh, and that followed back-to-back championship defeats. It's not as if they're going that bad. I mean, he lost six games during his short stint of 12 matches. He only lost six, 50%, and they are coming 10th. Mm. It's not like they're, they're rooted to the bottom. But anyway, right. 12 games in charge and now on your way. Um, there you go. He was, he was given yeah, a two-and-a-half-year yeah. two year deal in December, mm. and he's gone. He's gone before the end of February. <laughs> Results That's driven, the but there there is other reasons oh. why coaches do get moved on. Mm. Um, Anthony Griffin, Penrith mm. were running fourth. Uh, mm. Everton Crystal Palace, forty three minutes in EPL, nice. it is uh, nil all. So nil all, uh, both desperate for a win. Everton sitting in eighteenth relegation, uh, certainly part of their conversation as it is with Crystal Palace, only a few points ahead of them. Yes, Crystal Palace have had uh, the change of manager, but that's uh, illness enforced, if you will. Uh, thanks for making the switch to Sydney's Home of Sport, SEN 1170am. More storms expected across Sydney today. We're heading for a top of 27, and we are here for Brighton's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's lawyers. Their number is 1800 848 848. And of course, being a Tuesday, Lee Hadjipentelis will join us after 8 o'clock. We do feel obliged for all of our. Um, interest and curiosity to find out from Lee, what is the maximum penalty for someone who was found, if they're found guilty of keying cars? <laughs> Where that falls under? Um, we have yes. old mate and his well, story. Old that, mate. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, like to know how serious the penalties can be. We've had a few texts about that. So we'll definitely ask Lee that. Um, that grab of the car kia, we ran the Grab of him outside the court made as much sense as the Desi interview. The, the, <laughs> no, Desi was much clearer. Desi made De- sense. Des he was very direct. Him, yeah. yeah. Des, yeah, Des was good. Just, Des. Des just this, said, this well, was classic Sorry, Des. Boys. This is, yeah. as Brandy says, you don't know what you've you missed until you're gone or whatever, or what you've got until it's gone. And we missed Desi last year, and this is what we've missed Des in press conference mode. Uh, more than likely. And on that note, we're finished. Thank you very much. Cheers. Good on you. Finished? Yeah, no, we're finished. I'm done. What? That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd answered two questions and 
He just had enough. Yeah, that's, that's it. Not much that's good. Uh, morning, boys. Matt from Penrith. He said, if the bunker is going to check blockers on field goals, will they check uh, to extend offside players, not square markers? Uh, yes. Not, not, they're not going to check for the 10 metre on or offside. They will check markers, though, Matt. So that's what they've said they'll do. Check markers. Which but surely it'd be markers and, and the blockers, the stat, uh, not, not just the defensive side. It'll be attacking side. If a kick goes oh, over both. and they oh, fly, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, yes. it's... Yeah, yeah. I just don't think there's going to be a field goal kick this year where you'll be able to enjoy the moment. I think we'll then all have to stand around and look at the big screen. I think, I think, I think we're headed into really, well, really dangerous territory on this. No, one. I a think real you're right because pass. A- any time that a field goal is kicked and yep. wins a game, you they, yep. it'll be checked, Andrew. There, yeah. there won't be now. They can check on the run, um, but they'd have to do it very quickly. The, you know, has, tries are well, checked on the run as they score, and then by the time they, the, the referee blows the whistle. But I, it's it's instantaneous. Once a field goal is kicked, the referee signals it. I, I don't know if they'll have time to check but, it but, without but stopping. The, um, you know, it's this it's obvious situation. Can't the like we've got how many sets of eyes have we got? Two touch judges, one referee, a bunker, mm. some bunker official assistant. They need to all be on the same page when that moment. They need to see it live, not on a third or fourth replay. They need to be watching. So they say, you in the bunker, you don't need to watch the outcome of the kick. You just watch the kicker and the men around the kicker at that moment. That's where your focus is. Hmm. And you can pass on to the referee straight away, clear, no dramas, or I have to look. Otherwise, every single kick will, will have this... Every We're kick. waiting a minute to get a result. It will. Every kick will have it because kill even it. if kill the even if you've got you you designate what you know the eyes should be looking at and judging on, they will still want the camera to make sure that they got it right. That's so. We'll be checking every kick. Uh, where is the bunker doing the Vegas games? If it's here, hopefully no connectivity issues. I think the bunker would be here. Well, it'd add to Michael Carianis's, you know, cost figure if we say we're taking the bunker over there. No, for the two matches. No, I think I it would say be not. here. But yeah, what if that they lose? Okay, just for a bit of pull back the curtains up. They always have a bunker official in a box at the ground to cover for that situation. Even in suburban games here in Australia, there will always be someone there that if something happened they could take over. Mm. And I don't know whether they've ever had to do that, but there, yeah. there is a standby if, there's if a, there's the connection a, was lost to the bunker. Yeah, there's something in place that uh, means that they're never down and out of the game. Uh, Brandy and Vossi, the new rule uh, with blockers getting penalised, what is this promoting now that any touch on a kicker, um, there is a penalty now. Attacking the kicker is almost, well, it's a danger. Um, and it is being, like, Kickers aren't really allowed to be touched. They're they're protected now. So I guess what is the blocker? What what are they doing by by ruling the blocker out of the game? Well, <laughs> um, the, if the message is out there, who, who's at fault or who should be criticised here? No, it'd have to be the coaches because the coaches need to get the message across. Don't have your players running up. You know, on the last one, you're setting up for a field goal and they just run up to get in a position to block. But mm-hmm. Whether they do or they don't, don't even go into the practice. Don't go down that line. 
No, don't go down that line. If you impede the chaser's direct line to the kicker, doesn't matter whether you, there's contact made or not, you yeah. will be penalised. And, and yeah. we saw that on the weekend. So don't don't criticise the referees if they impose this. Everyone knows about it now. So that's uh, where we're at. Uh, so South Sydney's presumably the other two squads have left for Vegas. Who's playing in those club trial games? If they need any players, pass my numbers on, Monty. Teamless Tuesday... <laughs> Um, Souths play the Roosters, don't they? Friday night, uh, Belmore. They do. It was Belmore. going to be Cronulla, but it was Belmore. Um, I don't know what the teams are going to be. I really don't. But obviously, well, Souths are gone. Roosters haven't gone yet, have they? Have the Roosters gone? Mm, yeah. but, uh, but they're not playing. They're not playing there. No, no one no, who's playing no in one. Vegas is playing this weekend. Like no, players. Still... No, players yep. are playing. But what the are they taking? Tw- they'd be taking 20, 21 players. Um, so there's still, mm. you know, there's still seven or eight or nine of the top 30 left that would play in that trial and then New South Wales Cup. And some players that, you know, haven't played first grade before, which we did see in week one of the trial matches. So, yeah, without their first graders, both those teams. Good, and good question, Good question, Brandy David at Glenmore Park. He says, uh, morning, boys. I think we're missing one of the most vital parts of the Vegas game day experience. What will we do for halftime entertainment? Uh, mascot relay? Two blokes trying to get a large inflatable between the posts? <laughs> halftime entertainment is a vital part of our game day experience. Now, I've never been to an NFL game. So what's the NFL halftime entertainment? Like, I know Super Bowl show is you know, your multi-million dollar show, but is there an expectation from the American fan that they are kept entertained at halftime by something on ground? Is that the norm? Can someone... Yeah, no, I'm not, uh, get, no I don't know. Get, Get on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or the text, if you've been to an American sporting event, what happens at halftime? Are you expected to see a band? Are they, you know, wheel out Daryl Braithwaite and do horses or the equivalent of? Um, what happens? Because the NRL have got to tick that box as well. They'll have to be something at halftime. And it can't be Shepherd. So, because we're not in <laughs> Queensland. So that's a very good question. David of Glenmore Park, we will try and find out. Now, an update on the incident, Brandy, on the Sydney Harbour Bridge. There's one lane still closed southbound, and we're being told to expect significant delays in both directions. It's due to a police operation near the north pylon of the bridge. Reports are that a man's been sitting on a ledge of the structure. We'll keep you updated as the morning goes on. That's been Mm. the dramas this morning on the Harbour Bridge. Okay, that can be tough. And a reminder, you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL grand final experience thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on. I said heady yesterday, but uh, it's steady, hot and strong. That's Ream, of course. Visit nrltipping.sen.com.au. Got some great news for you all if you are stuck in traffic. Brandy, if you missed it, has already said you can have the day off. So turn around if you can get off do a somewhere. Get off. You do get a Ewe. Out of the that'd, that'd be very dangerous. The Ewe's probably dangerous on uh, on the on the bridge. But um, yeah, Brandy, you said have the day off, or if you haven't left home yet, or if you just looking looking at some of the aerial shots of the traffic chaos this morning, um, it is it's awful. It's uh, it's just <laughs> traffic for as far as the eye can see. So, so police Brandy's operation. giving you the day off. Mm. Yeah, something was going on at the one of the pylons there on the, the Harbour Bridge and yep. it's affected traffic in both directions. Mm. Uh, EPL game, 47 minutes in. Vossi, still nil all. Crystal Palace and Everton. Uh, yeah, music had to be quick to catch me because it's only, there's only yeah, one no, that's, game. That's good. Now, lots of suggestions coming in uh, as to what we should do at half time. Half times in the double header. Now, I've just had a little tip off too. Um... 
Jordan Mylata is going to be at Resorts World, where I'm staying. Uh, so Jordan Mylata is very much part of the uh, NRL plan, but he, he's not going to get up at halftime and sing, is he? But he can certainly... He's, he's known, he's, you know, he's, he's been fantastic for Philadelphia for the last couple of seasons, so that's great. He's, he's officially on board, and I assume that the NRL are putting him up at Resorts World because that's where a lot of the players are staying anyway, or I think all the teams might be there, but um, there you go. So, halftime entertainment. Sorry, there's only one answer to authentic halftime entertainment. Hey, Geronimo, it's Shepard, says Rob. Uh, what about we play Meatloaf's AFL gig over the PA, Chase? We could do something... Even though he's mm. brown bread, we could have meatloaf performing. Well, well, well yes. Well, we can't. Uh, what, Wayne Newton didn't did did the uh, Wayne did the Newton Super Bowl? Did they time. did they bring Wayne Newton out for the Super Bowl this Try year? Has he had some he work, was... Wayne Newton? A little bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> like if he died, would he be putting a Are yellow you bit? Serious? Yellow bit or the green? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wayne Newton, if he's listening. <laughs> He, he'll be glowing for a thousand years, won't you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Hi, gents. Rusty's band, 40-odd foot of ground. Russell Crowe, maybe that's the deal. That's the payoff. Russell's done the, the voiceover. Maybe mm. the band plays halftime in the South Gate. 40-odd foot yeah. of ground. Dan, uh, get out of 40-foot-odd grid. What is it? 40-foot. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, what, are, what are they called again? 40-foot-odd 40 40 foot of grunt. No, no that would have been 40 odd foot of grunt. 40 odd yeah. foot of grunt. Let's get their number yeah. one song, Dan, and we'll no. trial it and see how it sits with our audience it's not, it's not for potential right. halftime entertainment. Uh, Western Sydney Eagle, good man. He said, uh, currently listening via the digital radio while chilling out at home, um, taking Brandy's advice. Mm. Good on you, Western Sid. Not a bad idea. Morning, fellas. How about a bit of old Rodney Root at halftime? <laughs> give, <laughs> give the septics. Uh, a real taste of Australia up the mm. tide, says the maggot bag. You know, the maggot bag. Like, remember that text out on American radio. We got a text here from the maggot bag. Yeah, mag, mag bag from Hey. He says, uh, yeah, something about the septics. Didn't didn't we have a? Weren't we celebrating Kevin Bloody Wilson's birthday the other day? We did. Kevin. Yep, we did. We celebrated big time. Didn't play anything. Um, but yeah, a, comedi- a comedian show. Uh, I don't know. No. I, I think no. So the band, the band that crosses both, like it's got to be Australia, America. Has it got to be a, you know, has it got to be something Australian that the Americans will feel some, you know, know, some sort of love for? What What are you really know. thinking happens at halftime though? What What do you think does happen? Seriously, what do you think we'll do? Anything or just let it slide? We're just gonna. No, well, I think it's got to be music. It's got to be music. Well, if if I tell you what, th- those bands like those, col- I'd be happy to see the college band play and the way they move about. That would do me to have that experience. But you're not taking something new to the Americans, then, are you? You're not. You know what I mean. No, but it'd be great really. for the Australian audience. What, you what, give what me you... the Vegas mm. High Band if there's such a thing. <laughs> the Vegas High Band come trotting out and play yeah, like and the we whole haven't thing. Got the... Yeah, we haven't. We won't have that. We won't have the the, the cheer girls, or we won't. So we we've got to come up with something that's a bit Australian that that makes a mark, and we don't want to spend too much money. We're like we surely the budgets the budgets blown already. We the, we the to, warrior holic has the wiggles at halftime. Not really, you know. Uh, yeah, no, not really. You know, pump up stuff, is it? 
No. No. Maybe it could be a, a comedy act. The Space Ghost, he sent in his joke. He said, I bought a dog from a blacksmith. As soon as I took it home, it made a bolt for the back door. Uh, that. You're welcome. Uh, Pedro's picked me up. He said, meatloaf is brown bread. That's a classic. Thank you. Uh, hey, VB, it's 30 foot, but size doesn't matter. John from Harrington Bay. It's 30-odd <laughs> foot of ground, not 40-odd foot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and here's their music. Here's their music. Fear don't believe that my heart is true. All right, so that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> that, that made me think, <laughs> Keith Urban, does Keith, Keith Urban would Keith cross Urban. both. Is Keith Urban a leaky? Is he got a, a side? Is he an old I'm Newtown sure boy? Is. Or the Gold Coast Titan? Is he the, from Sydney? You know? oh, I don't know. Is, is he originally Sydney? Or? I don't know. Where's Keith Urban from? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Cold chisel, Barnsey, he's back well again, isn't he, Barnsey? Is he well enough to fly over? Oh, I don't think so. No, Simply he's just the best, Barnsey. No? He'd do it. I'm sure he'd do it. Here's a great suggestion. Nick and Newey says, how about a bunning sausage sizzle for everyone? You know, they have the, um, the, 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 the car park parties and that sort of thing. We could have a bunning Tailgate. sausage sizzle. Tailgate yep. party, yeah, that's what I mean. A gun show for halftime, boys, from Link. Gee, yeah, we're really thinking here. We're putting our heads together, and no idea is a bad idea. We're just putting them out on the half, you know, out in the, in the mm. open. Um, so, I heard... so far, <clears throat> so far, Sleepy Joe and Freddie's past the ball competition's yep. winning. Yeah, yeah. I heard last night, good man Neil at the dinner where we had the gin, the light gin, gin, and, and Hindy's show, Fletch and Hindy, Sin City. I just had the one, but. Right. They also, Neil had been to the uh, the gun thing underground in Vegas where mm. you can shoot any gun you like. Dead set, you could grab a bazooka and fire a bazooka with a supervisor. Yeah. And he said there was a girl in there that had pulled an AK-70 or whatever, you know, assault yep. rifle, and it's, it was limited on single shot. And when she threw that, it's a big thing. It's got quite a recall. But when they loaded it up for multiple shots... She lost balance, and suddenly the gun went up in the air, was firing into the roof, and everyone had to really? duck for cover. I ain't going to no gun thing. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Mm. You know. No. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be fun. Um, <laughs> Urban would be a Warriors fan. He's a Kiwi. WK, WKR says. They're not taking Urban as well. Crow's He's a, a Kiwi. Kiwi. You can't take Urban as well. Well, if he's Pavlova will be next. They'll, ta- Sorry, they'll claim Pavlova, the Kiwis, next. Uh, the blow-up kangaroos from the 2000 Olympics were big, so maybe we could drag those over there. The shark, the great, the great white shaft. Get the get the great <laughs> white shaft out. He can come out on the back of a float. Yeah, in his, in plenty his of boardies. Stu- yeah, plenty Hitting of gun golf balls jokes. out in the crowd. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So anyway, we'll keep the ideas coming. Um, I'm sure Peter Volandis has tapped into the program this morning. Uh, and is saying, yeah, rubbing his chin, thinking, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Abdo, Andrew, <laughs> see if you can get uh, Kevin Bloody Wilson. <laughs> is he who still called, alive? Who called him Abdo the other <laughs> In an interview. Oh, no, no, it was, it was the, uh, it was the uh, All-Stars match. Latrell got up to speak, and he said, uh, Peter Volandi's done a great job, and, and Abdo too. <laughs> Uh, good man, Andrew Abdo would have taken it in the right spirit. That's very Joe Biden areas. Remember when he thanked uh, Scott Morrison that time? It's uh, always been Australia's uh, been a great uh, thing of mine, and uh, 
and uh, mate over here. Uh, what do you call him, mate? What do you call pal? Pal. Called another leader of another country. Just pal. Didn't know his name. Didn't have a clue what no. his name about. Uh, yeah. Lee Hedgepentelis has been on hold through all of this. Rethinking his sponsorship of our program, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Sport and the Law is a, a a segment that we love. Today, we need to talk about um, this charge of keying cars and what you can get and a few other things. So let's go to it. Sport and the Law on Breakfast with Bossy and Brandy. For Bryden's lawyers, let our team of professionals help with your legal matter. Morning, Lee. I'm just, just sorry, Lee. Another uh, very important grunt. text to read, Lee. Sorry, from the Berkeley Eagle. 30 foot of grunt is 9.14 metres of grunt. Thank you for that text, Berkeley Eagle. Now, now Lee, welcome to the program. How are you? Uh, thank you, General. No, I'm very well, thank you. And uh, always a pleasure to be with you. Just can't believe how quickly the week comes around. Yeah, in your mm. travels, have you taken in American sport, Lee? I have. Um, I've done uh, quite a few, a few trips over there over the years. Did a, a phenomenal one with the family some years ago where we ended up uh, on Christmas Day at 2 o'clock in the afternoon watching the Warriors and the Cavs. Um, and then on New Year's Eve, ended up watching some NFL in, uh, in Los Angeles. So I've been very privileged to watch a bit of sport over there. I'm not a huge fan of American sport, but I do love uh, the drama, the theatrics. They do that very well. Can you recall halftime? Like we, we are both having fun, but of a serious nature, what are we going to do? We're trying to make the best possible impression we can with this thing called rugby league that we're taking to Vegas, and it's a double header. There's two half times. You know, there's a break between games, no doubt. What do we do for entertainment? What What do you think the expectation of the sports fan there would be? Uh, it would be a lot, I think, because the Americans do it so well. Like, remember um, the game on Christmas Day? They had a T-shirt on every so I think it was twenty thousand people. They had a T-shirt available for everyone. So everyone put the T-shirt on. So it looked phenomenal seeing 20,000 people dressed alike. But the entertainment before and, uh, and during the game and then at halftime is, is somewhat spectacular. The Americans expect that as part and parcel of the sporting extravaganza. So the Australians will need to get their thinking cap on and, and do something to attract that sort of attention. Andrew Abdo is mm. just looking up now. T-shirts, so 65,000 <laughs> T-shirts, which is added Ch- to the bill. Yeah. Yes, Captain Charger out of retirement. Maybe a... Maybe a mascot off, you know, yeah. the old mascots, whatever they do. Um, what about Hindy and reuniting Hindy with the Thunder from Down Under? Did you thunder have to have down you under seen... a strip show at halftime? Yeah, that'd be yeah. that'd that'd be something. Be... A strip show. Now, Lee, um, mm. we can't talk about the specifics of this case, although the I do feel obliged to run this grab again of a man who appeared in court yesterday, thirty-four year old from Blacktown, um, who allegedly keyed cars. This was his defence outside court yesterday. I'm not uh, saying I didn't key a car, but the circumstances as to how they became keyed, but Jesus Christ, I, all day it's hot, I'm walking, I'm a little overweight. I, I doubt that was legal counsel that advised him to say that. Oh, that's just a, uh, just a stab in the dark there. But can we speak more broadly about the act of keying cars, which absolutely pisses all of us off? Uh, what are the maximum penalties one could find if they were guilty of such an offence? Yeah, it's difficult to correlate weight gain with the keying of a car. I'm not exactly sure what the nature of that relationship was, but putting that to one side, uh, malicious damage is contained in Section 195 of the Crimes Act, and it provides that if a person who intentionally or recklessly destroys or damages property belonging to another 
can be liable for imprisonment up to five years. So it is regarded by the law as a very serious offence. There are other provisions contained within the Crimes Act, though, and depends on the value of the property that has been uh, maliciously destroyed. Most of these cases would be dealt with in the local court and where the, uh, the maximum sentence is less, provides for if the property is less than $5,000, imprisonment of up to 12 months or a fine of $5,500. And if the damage to the property is over $5,000, then up to 24 months imprisonment with a fine of $11,000. So Mm -hmm. it's regarded uh, very seriously as it should be. It's it's no different to larceny or stealing in the sense that you've deprived someone else of their property. So it's it's viewed in the same way. Um, Now, language on television and particularly at, at at time like a prime time, you know, around what what is prime time between seven oh. and eight well, thirty nine? Well, Brandy, you went on. Uh, the reason we're bringing this up, we're throwing. And I hope you don't mind us throwing this at you, Lee. Uh, James Magnuson on the Friday episode of the program had pulled out um, a grab. He wanted to talk about maths, the married at first sight, and an exchange that had happened earlier in the week. But well, I, I assume between seven thirty and eight o'clock, we ran it past our lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> who who said, well, okay, we're going to have to beat this out, beat that out. Dan, do we have that just to play it? Um, this was the particular grab. This is running at prime time, TV, family hours at night. Yes. I said yes. Do you perform? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pinching a partner or using any kind of on them during sex. I said yes. Ooh, I'm going to give that a double tick. <laughs> Being <laughs> or by a partner in the context of sexual I'm going to say yes for you. Am I right? Yeah, I said yes. Bang on with that. Yes. I'm looking at Brady's no, face. There's, there's it wasn't beeped no. out. Every, it wasn't beeped yes. out in the show, OK? So yeah, it's not beeped out in the out. show. Mm. No. So what are the rules, Lee? <laughs> are there any rules anymore about primetime television as far as you're aware? Like, if, if, if one person can, can complain about a bloke in a mankini on a horse at an equestrian fancy dress show, surely there are people complaining about Married at First Sight and what is said in the content and the language. Well, I, I assume that when you say uh, broadcast in primetime, we're talking about after 8.30pm. Would I be correct in that? No. Well... I, I, I don't know. You think so? Yeah. No, I, I think seven. Uh, well, I can. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure because the time, the, the, there, there is commercial television industry is obviously governed by a code of practice uh, commenced in December of 2015. All programs have to be classified, as you know, PG, uh, M, or MA 15 plus. That's the highest classification for free-to-air television. Now, MA 15 plus can only be broadcast between 8:30 p.m. and 5 a.m. on any day. Now. MA15 plus would include uh, realistic depictions of violence, depictions of implied sexual activity containing detail, uh, depictions of nudity, use of very coarse language must be appropriate to the story or the program context. (laughs) I'm not sure how that works. That's loose. No detailed depiction of intravenous drug use, no methods of suicide should be shown, and the treatment of strong adult themes should be justified. So that's MA15+. Plus. And so that's restricted to 8.30pm to 5am the following morning. Now, if there is a breach, of course, complaint can be made and fines can be issued to the licensee. Now, for comparative purposes, I had a look at um, uh, paid television. 
And, of course, uh, they're not regulated by the same authority. They have ASTRA, which is the Australian Subscription Television and Radio Association. They also have an additional rating of R18+. Plus. Uh, all of these programs can be broadcast at any time of the day, although R18 plus programs must be capable of restriction by disabling the device. As we know, you've got that parental control on your Foxtel box. Uh, but otherwise, uh, it's open slather on paid TV. But as to free-to-air, um, it couldn't be shown before 8.30. And as I say, it's got to be shown uh, in context of the programming. So all of this, of course, is in the eye of the beholder, how people judge it and whether it's appropriate or otherwise. I, I, I reckon there would have been a few complaints coming in. That There would have had to have been. Like, as you said, if you if someone's complaining about a bloke dressing up in a mankini at a fancy dress <laughs> horse riding party... <laughs> no, but, but isn't Dropping. your best form... Look, let's be serious. Lee, isn't the best form of complaint switch off? Like, seriously. Like, if you're really Absolutely. offended... Change if you, channel. If you just watch something else. There's plenty yeah. to pick from. No. But no, no, very, very true. I, um, I'm a big advocate of movies and whatnot. I watched something on the weekend. I think it was Saturday afternoon, and there was a movie called Hall Pass with Owen Wilson, and uh, I could not believe the level of male nudity in that for three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Is that right? just on free to air? I'm free to air telly. Uh, no, that was on Fox. No, on oh, Fox, on Fo- one of okay. their movie channels. Yeah. So I quickly went back to it. Was I think it might have been a break in the football. So I think I went quickly okay. back to the rugby league. Yeah, so what you're saying that, with, yes. with the maths, with the maths, it must have been after eight thirty, and then if it's after eight thirty, that's that's yeah, now, fair game. I, I'm going to say to Brandy, I, I have issue. Mm. Which one of your sons is on Morning Glory with Matty Johns doing the movie stuff? Liam, Liam, I'm at odds with Liam. The movie Saltburn, I would describe it as the biggest load of steaming turd I think I'd ever seen on a on a movie screen. I I, <laughs> I dead set walked out. He called it yeah. cutting edge mm-hmm. and, and, you know, uh, courageous, you know, storylines and what have you. I just thought it was a steaming turd. Um, Saltburn, <laughs> I suppose, again, you can walk out. If you don't like it, you just walk out. You don't have to lodge a complaint. But, um, mm. yeah, that that's came to mind because yeah, I was listening to Morning Glory I, last I Friday. It was a shocking yeah. movie. Dreadful. I Dreadful. haven't seen it, I'm happy to say, and have no intentions of watching it from what I've read. No, no, there you go. Well, do we digress? What a good segment this is. There mm. we go. Saltburn, zero and uh, Lee, thank you. Um, we, we, well, we don't want to go down the Mankini complaint. There's nothing legal there, is there? Like, uh, when someone's offended, what can, can the next step be involving something legal? The, the, the inquiry was shut down almost you know, in 24 yeah. hours. No, but people must no ring Brighton's lawyers. They must They must ring your business, Lee. We, we give you number, one eight hundred eight four eight eight four eight. You must get some unusual calls of complaint about things uh, very that much, you have to yeah, advise very, on. Yeah, very much so, particularly backyard disputes. Disputes between neighbours and the like can get very, very petty. Some are more serious than others, of course. Uh, questions about people peering over the neighbour's fence and what they see. And as you say, if you don't want to see, don't peer over their, over their fence. <laughs> but um, any questions of public nudity and the like or, or obscene exposure is, is governed by the yeah. Summary Offences Act. But it's been interpreted to concern male and female genitalia. So I don't think the wearing of a mankini would cross that line. No. But if people were offended, no. leave. No. And so yes, Michael Carianis' right. neighbour who sees him on the back deck doing his morning report on our show and he's you know, pretty much nude, um, that's, that's Michael's business. You know, Don't peer over the fence. Don't look. Yeah. Let Michael go well, that, about that his job. That might be an exception. 
that could be the <laughs> exception there because Michael Karianis, nude or nearly nude, would be grossly offensive, I would have thought, to any community standard. So. Well, apparently he's got four times as much hair on his back as he has on his head. I mean, it's, 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 it's oh. a big rug, so I can imagine it's a big hairy bear. Uh, this has been a most interesting segment, Lee. Uh, tell your friends about it and listen to it on the podcast. Um, Bryden's Lawyers, though, on a serious note, the best legal advice, your hard-working team on deck. There again today, and, and Lee, who knows what we're going to talk about next week, but it'll be hard to top today's agenda. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. Gentlemen, have a great week. Good Thank on you, Lee. We had Jip Entellis, Bryden's lawyers, right here on Breakfast with we Vossi sorted and some, sorted some problems yeah. out there, didn't we? We have. Mm. And sorry about I'm, I am bagging you some, Liam, because I think a very poor judge of a movie, Salt Burn. Yeah, that's uh, not nice. nice. You, you, but, you're treading on... Fo- um, yeah, well, yeah, trading. I think, he, I think very his rating was precariously. Was, well, his rating was all wrong. You pass that on from me. That's, rating all wrong. That's, well, that's to each to their own. Mm. All right. Uh, breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, home of Sport SEN. Dan. Sport in the Law on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. For Bryden's Lawyers, let our team of professionals help with your legal matter. Uh, Matt says math starts at 7.30, but the part of the show where uh, all the swearing's done is after 8.30. That's how they get around it. Uh, Shaggers, good to hear from you, Reptile. Maths is the equivalent of spending 48 hours with Gary from Newtown watching classic NRL matches. And the Western Sydney Eagles said, uh, my wife's parents stormed out. Um, when they stormed out of the uh, stepbrothers, thinking it was a family show. I think the teabagging of the drum set was a tipping point. <laughs> Western Sydney Eagles. <laughs> Back in the day, I don't think I don't think Tim Webster on Two CH ever mentioned the expression teabagging, which you've just done, just taking it in your stride there. <laughs> teabagging um, to the young fellow I met last year, our number one young fan. His dad has to explain a lot of things on the show. Probably just leave teabagging out. Mm. Let's just let's slide by on that one. Probably a good chance to go to the news now and catch our breath on, as we Vanessa. gear up for a very big last half hour. Thank you, Vanessa. Breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Now, if you're just tuning in, remember you can catch up on what you've missed via the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Today's been a very interesting show. Some of the ground we've covered. We've had Michael Karianis, Lee Hatchip and Tellus. And if you missed yesterday's show, make sure you check out our chat with Ricky Ponting, Australian cricketing legend, who informed us he's off to... um, the, I was on Smithy's program over on SENZ yesterday. He mm. was unaware that Ricky Ponting is coming over to Queenstown to play in the New Zealand Open. So Ricky Ponting off a handicap of two. Mm. Brandy. Have you ever seen him Good play first hand, Ricky? Uh, yeah. No, I haven't. No, haven't seen him live. Off so it's two. him and, and the, yeah. other, the other really good golfer, the cricketer, is Greg Blewett, who plays in a lot of, uh, I think right. he's down around that scratch mark of one or two. Mm. Uh, both outstanding golfers. I'd, I'd go uh, along to that. I'd go along to watch Ricky. I wouldn't yeah, mind walking so down the with like Ricky Ponting and yeah, and he had, just, just to watch how he goes about his work. A, an absolute elite cricketer playing golf on mm. and Queenstown's a great part of the world. Like you know, just yeah. absolutely sensational. The courses there, fantastic. Yep, yeah, there's plenty of them. Uh, let's go to the open line just before we do that. Crystal Palace up one nil, so they've scored a goal. Nearly eighty minutes. Uh, gone in that one, and Crystal Palace up, so Everton in a bit of strife. Uh, Ash from Brisbane is on the line, Andrew. Hello, Ash. Hello, uh, gentlemen. Good, uh, day, Ash. good morning to you both. Good morning uh, to you. Um, 
Um, regarding the half-time entertainment, we certainly can't outdo the Americans in spectacular half-time uh, shows. So what, we have a number of Australian AFL uh, well, uh, players are over there playing in their NFL and uh, uh, with their long kicking. What about long kicking duels uh, 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 for the uh, uh, half-time entertainment? A bit of uh, exhibition of long kicking. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, it, at least it relates to the Americans in their NFL. And uh, I think there's about four or five of Australians over there playing in different leagues, I imagine. But um, <laughs> the other alternative is, of course, uh, the Australian equestrian team can uh, go uh, around on with the horses, with the mankinis and also the springkinis if there's any ladies on the equestrian team. That's I true. think that would cause a little... Ash, of course, very... you're on the money, yeah. Ash. You, yeah, you, Ash, you are a thinker. You, you are an ideas man. <laughs> yes, an ideas man. And they could be... Like you going along with Australian flags or something in the mankini or the stringkini, as you say. Ash, uh, thank you for putting so much thought in that. Well, uh, with, Peter uh, Volandis, he is yeah. listening. Mm. Behind the music of uh, Man from Snowy River. Sort of oh, that's nice. Riding that's around nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Bag, you've got an idea for halftime entertainment? Yeah, very good morning. Look, it's part of our rugby league culture and part of who we are as Australians as well. I think it could probably be organised. Why well, can we get some cattle dogs out there in the middle of the paddock round and up, round and up the herd? Oh, how good's that? What a great mm. idea. Very Australian. Cattle dogs out on there. <laughs> yep. Cattle dog show. The Americans just the turf. Nuts. Yeah, just yeah, the grass. Exactly. Chew it. The, 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 the sheep eating the grass and the, the cattle mm. dogs hunting So are you up. saying we have to I... fly these sheep over? They'd have to be Australian sheep and Australian, like to make it you know, authentic? Or would, would well, last time I checked, obviously uh, cattle dogs go with cattle, but, uh, uh, yeah, you know, like you can get the sheep <laughs> over there as well. well. Okay, thank you, Bag. Um, would there be would there be sheep farms around Vegas? What would be the closest sheep farm to Vegas? To yeah, America, pretty close. Sheep, they they, love, they love the desert climate. Have you ever seen a sheep in the America? Sheep. Ever? Uh, well, they, they've got to, I can't they've got think to be of any there. movie where, where they've gone through the I, countryside I, and someone said there's sheep. I, don't, I can't think of that. I'm being truthful. Yeah. Never seen sheep no. in an American movie ever. Seen no, cows. I think so. Or cattle. Mm. Yeah. And bison. <laughs> bison. <laughs> bison. It could be like that game in Spain, the Catalans. Remember Mitch Pierce telling us the story where they did the, the display of the bulls at halftime and one gets loose. Now, that'd be good entertainment. A bull yeah. on the loose Allegiant Stadium. On the Super Bowl I think, Ash, I think Ash was on the money. Yeah, the kickers. Get the kickers out there. Get someone from mm. the crowd. Get a few crowd members out there and see if they can catch the, the high ball. Yeah. I like it. Thanks, Ash. Yeah, I'm, I'm going all sorts uh, of areas here. I just think the combination of everything we've mentioned, like just an absolute procession of Shepherd and Barnsey and Daryl Braithwaite and cattle dogs. Just time. No, no. Be very good. Uh, a reminder that the Brydon's Lawyers, your verdict is back. Uh, there's $2,500 up for grabs. Just head to sensurvivor.com.au. Stay with us on the Home of Sports in the SEN 1170am. Between now and 9 o'clock, we're going to finalise the entertainment show for Vegas, and it's all yours. Sydney's Home of Sport, SEN 1170am. Uh, more storms across Sydney today with a top of 26, so cooler. More rain. Storms were big yesterday, certainly in Sydney itself.
Um, Edgewater Homes text line, Fossey. The Edgewater Homes mortgage yes. fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. Twos and C's apply. And, of course, the text number is 0457 736 736. Monty says, what about bulk build GP doctors at half time? That had impressed the Seppos. <laughs> that's good. That's a great idea. Monty, that's very that's clever. Very, good. Yeah, very clever, good. Monty. Very, very clever. Junior Smith, he's got an idea. This is not such a bad one either. This is realistic. IVB, don't forget men at work with their hit down under. Now, I don't think... Now, I know while it's a bit... It'd probably be a bit cliched from an Australian point of view. I think to play that at half time, that actual performance... What's his name? Colin Hay? Yeah, He's I'm still with, with us. I'm with oh, you. I'm thinking men at work like down it. under yeah. would be a fantastic idea. Yep. With the marching bands around. Mm-hmm. Could we get something on of that kind? Right. I yeah. think, Junior Smithy, you have hit something there. I know you're a, reg- a regular contributor to our program, so that may be your best idea yet. Best idea. Uh, yeah. Well, we had a call just before the uh, before the break, and it was Ash from Brisbane. And uh, Chase says, was Ash from Brisbane the democracy manifest guy? <laughs> well, and, and have we got a little bit of the that man? <laughs> what? The succulent Chinese meal, yeah, he Yes, oh. succulent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Of course we do. Of course we do. We're under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Ah, uh, yes. I see that you know your D- dis- Distant relation of Ash, that one, I think. Uh, how does Vanessa read the news with a straight face, having to follow T-Bag t- talk? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's true. As I said, um, never in the history of 2CH, the previous um, uh, land, uh, tenant of this frequency, <laughs> did the expression teabagging get used. Mm. Or maybe it did in, refer- in reference to actually making a cup of tea, but uh, not in the context that you yep. used it, Brandy. Did you watch any of the All-Stars? I watched highlights. I, I saw yeah, the highlights. Yeah. There, there were some the incredible three-point uh, oh. shots. That landed. Yes, but there was, but not under but defensive that's, pressure. That's well, it was, yeah, it was. They weren't. They were like they had a no touch rule. We will not have mm. any physical contact in the game. But seeing like you know, seeing half courts quite still makes you go wow. But yeah, yeah you. I think you're entitled to see a bit of, a bit more competitive nature to it. How, how long has the uh, how long has the uh, All Stars game been like that? Is it? I don't think it's ever it, been that to that extent. The scoreline was two hundred and eleven. To 186, Brandy. <laughs> 211 to 186, mm. a game of basketball. 397 points. Is, yeah. that a, is, that a, is that a sporting contest? Probably not. No, no, it wasn't. No, it was, a, it was an exhibition of shooting. That's what it was. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 374 was. was the previous record, by the way. 27, you, has, you asked how it happened before. Um, yeah. 2017. 370 points were scored, so they've exceeded that by 23 yesterday, the most points ever scored. Mm. Uh, ben Ross, Wendell Saylor rematch, left-handed. Oh. Out there. <laughs> Half-time entertainment. Arm wrestling. Yeah, right, okay. Hey, boys, stayed at Planet Hollywood a couple of years ago, and it was incredible. There was four of us. Tipped the waitress $100. Should I have read this text before? No, do I press on? Tipped the waitress yeah, $100, and she brought us drinks continuously all day. It was out mm. of control. Only problem is I lost 2K at the tables. 
I've heard that as well. Heard that last night. So when you play Hopper the tables Wonga. in Vegas, Brandy, it is it is free drinks. If you tip the waiter or waitress, they will mm-hmm. come around every 10 minutes topping, topping up. So right. you tip them. If you don't tip them, you won't see them again that night. But if you give right. them a tip, bang, they're there every 10 minutes with the free drinks. Mm. So um, there's a Vegas tip for you. Very was that was that a wa- was that a warning from uh, the police to the the, the teams? Oh, I don't know what that tip or don't tip, <laughs> don't tip. Well, don't, don't tip. <laughs> don't probably don't tip. <laughs> no, so don't you're not tip. There. You get yourself in trouble. Mm. Yeah. Um, hi team, suckling Chinese meal lives on every week at our pub trivia. One team calls itself that. I'm not sure of everyone or if everyone knows why. From Martin. Well, now they do. Succulent Chinese meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Ah. <laughs> you good? You're good? <laughs> What's I'm that? good. Yawn and uh, Vossi, as you're a movie expert, would you classify mm. Happy Gilmore as a sports movie? I personally view it as a comedy. It's a comedy sports film. It's based around golf. Yeah. So it's a, it's a not bit a, of both. Well, yeah, a bit not, of both. Why can't it be both? strictly one or the other. Yeah, that's right. No. It's a... Uh, it's a yeah. It's a sports movie. Good movie. Good yeah, movie. Great movie. One of the best. Um, yes. Uh, ben from the Ponds has complaints about the horrible NBA All-Stars game yesterday, but I ended up just turning it off. Problem solved. There you go. But it is disappointing if you were there to watch, you know, East v West, biggest names in the NBA going head-to-head and you want to see them really, you know, get in the thick of it. Um, didn't happen. Didn't happen. LeBron James, by the way, yesterday, you know how many All-Stars games he's played in? In his no, career, uh, LeBron James. Yeah, 20. how many? 20. That's pretty good. Um, only got 14 minutes yesterday because of an ankle injury, but uh, that was his 20th All-Star game. That is quite a career for LeBron James. Mm. Brandy. Uh, Spanky, uh, the Warrior Holic says, I reckon Spanky needs to look up the definition of woke. His mm. text was probably the most woke thing I've heard on the show in 2024. Yes. So the Warrior doubled talk. down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so his his text accused us, a a a member of a football club board, mm-hmm. and a commentator and a on commentator. Fox League head yep. commentator should not be making comment on legal matters where we were talking. We were talking about, about the keying the car, keying the cars. Mm-hmm. What should happen? And yeah. he said we're, we're we were more woke than Pat Cummins. Yeah. That well, was that was how he finished the text. Um, all right. Marty from Richmond may have come up with the another lock. And I believe someone who knows Red Dragon well is going to be there. Let's have Red Dragon. Um, it's a win all round. Marty from Richmond. Red Dragon doing a routine or bring back the Biff mm. the song in one of the breaks. Yes. Could be arranged. I wonder if Matty Johnson well, can help us out there. Uh, well, the boys are going back. They're allowed to go back after their first little mm. soiree there. Ten day, ten day effort, which was, um, which is surprising, given Hindy, Fletch, and Gordon yeah. were travelling. Anyway, great suggestions, folks, for Vegas. The countdown is well and truly on. The game Australian time is Sunday week. This is breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Just about done for the day, Vossie. Uh, the pearl says we tipped the waitress in Vegas, but we weren't gambling. Just observing. Very quickly, a couple of big blokes came up and suggested we play or leave. So you can't just sit, stand there and drink. No, you not got if you to play. Have the free drinks. Yeah, yeah. I t- I'll give you another real big tip. This is a real big tip that I certainly was not aware of and has been passed on to me. 
in Vegas, if you're an Australian, they will tax your winnings. If you have a win at the tables and go to collect, you do have to produce ID. You know how much mm. tax you pay? Like, let's say no. you won $1,000. Yeah. They, they, they take 300 off you. 30%. 30% of your winnings oh, get taken off you. So you better meet an American to go over and collect your money. <laughs> Be, well, otherwise, you will get taxed. Isn't mm. it? Did yeah. the police advise the NRL players of that? What if they pass that know. information? Yeah. They're happy if they're not betting. Um, halftime Entertainment, Tony, we'll give him the last say of the day, Brandy. What about a hundred Barnaby Joyce's falling off planter boxes than swearing into the phone drunk? But with a bit of medication involved. Very Tony, Australian. thanks for that suggestion. Yeah. Very Australian. Planter boxes out there. So I think I think we've between all of your ideas, I think we're on to something. I think Andrew Abdo will be getting a call from Peter Volandis today saying, listen to the podcast of Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy and we will nail it. And maybe more contributions today during the Matt White Show. Jimmy Smith from Midday, Joel and Fletch with a run home right here on the home of Sport in Sydney, SEN 11.70am. I'm off to the St. George Illawarra Dragons now, Brandy, to interview them who's, for Fox who's, Sport who's, the your, who's your big name? Who's the big name you want? Who's on your hit list? Oh, ben, Hunt. Ben, ben Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, yeah you've got to speak ben. to Ben Hunt. And, yep. and, and maybe the Couchman boys. Have a great day, Brady. See you tomorrow.